In Webster's Dictionary, it says change means to make someone or something different, to alter or modify. It says choose means to pick out or select as being the best choice. Well, in this life, in order to be chosen for certain things, that has to come some changes made. For example, if you want to be enlisted in the military, you have to between the ages of 17 to 35. You have to be physically fit and in good moral standings. You have to be a U.S. citizen or a permanent resident with a valid green card. You have to be a high school graduate or have a high school equivalent. You have to have a minimum score on the Army's placement exam. There's also a weight requirement. So if you are overweight, it will require a change in your diet and exercise routine to be chosen into the Army. And once you are chosen, you have to keep yourself in physically shape to remain in the Army. In today's text, we have four people. We have Saul of Tarsus, who was later changed to Paul. We have the men who were traveling with Saul. We have Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. And we have Ananias. As we look at the text, we know that out of the four, one is excluded. And there is no change that needs to be made in his life. Because in Hebrews 13 and 8, it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forevermore. So in this text, Jesus doesn't need a change. Well, in our lives today, we have three ways we communicate with others. We send emails, we text, we make phone calls. Well, using my imagination this morning... I would like to see what Paul has to say about change to be chosen. Well, Travis, if you go to 1 Timothy 1 and 13, I would like to text you a message this morning. He said, I was once a blasphemer. I was a persecutor and injurious, but I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in disbelief. I would like to park my car there this morning. A lot of times people, people do things in ignorance. They do things because they have not been taught any better. There are things that people are struggling with in their individual lives where they think because they've been doing it for so long, it is right. There are things that people wrestle with that we have no idea of what they're going through in their inner man. I heard Pastor Webb speak on last week about changes and choices that we make. And I told him in the study, I said, Fred, you touched on some things that God gave to me. There are choices that people make, and all of us have made choices. We've made good choices, and we've made bad choices. Don't criticize somebody's choice because you don't know what it's like to be in their position. And this way it was with Saul. He said, yes, I blasphemed. Yes, I persecuted. Yes, I did bad things causing harm to other people. But I want to park my car some more. 
We may not have personally did any murder like Saul did, but we've done some violation of James. What does James 3 and 13, 3 through 3 and 12 tells us? Our tongue is a daily weapon. We've opened our mouths too much against people. You may not have physically killed nobody, but you've opened your mouth too much against folks. You've killed people with your tongue. So we can't talk about nobody else. We can't talk about Saul too much because we all got some problems. It says that Paul became blind. He lost his sight. I want to park my car there a little more. Some of us have 20-20, but some of us can't see clearly. So therefore, God will have to cause us to lose our sight and give us better vision so he can use us. But you can't use, God can't use you if you're looking out of the wrong lens. And some of us are looking out the wrong lens. We're looking at people's past. But what did God say about it? He said, behold, I make all things new. And it also says, Paul said, I had no food. That was talking about physical food. But there's a lot of things that we feed into our system that is not good for us. And some of us need to have the appetite taken away from us. I stand here today to tell you that God had to take my appetite away. Not for physical food, but for fleshly food. Because I desired things that was not of God. So God had to take that appetite away. So I could be a chosen vessel. Let's talk to the men who were traveling with Saul. Well, Travis, all we know is we were knocked off our feet. And we didn't see anybody. We just heard a voice. So in this text, God didn't change us. He wanted to change Saul. We just was his companion. We were just accompanying him. Let's talk to Ananias. Let's go to the chosen, to the change part. Ananias would say, Travis, I acted out of fear. Jesus, you mean to tell me that you want me to lay hands on this man, what he did to you? He might kill me. In the young people's term, we might say, Jesus, you tripping. You out of your mind. Ain't no way in the world, Jesus, that you want me to go and minister this man after all that he's done against you. And he did it because of Saul's past record. How many of us sitting here today won't give people a chance because of their past record? Because truth of the matter, all of us got a record. Your record may not be seen, and it may not be knowledgeable, but all of us got a record. Because the Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. 
So I can't down you because your record, and you can't down me because of my record. Jesus, you're the main character in this. I want to call you Jesus and see what do you have to say about this this morning. Because you're the one that changed Saul. Ananias didn't change him. Jesus changed him. It was Jesus that knocked him off his beast. We need to quit knocking folks off their beast. Sit back and let God knock them off. Because when you knock them off, you might cause more damage. Stand back and let God be God. What else, Jesus, did you have to say? Daughter, it requires you to communicate with me if you want to change. Me and Saul had a little dialogue. He says, why are you kicking against the pricks, Saul? Why are you doing this? We had a talk. Some of us need to have a talk with Jesus. The older people said like this, let us have a little talk with Jesus. Let him tell us all about our trouble. He will hear our faintest cry, and he will answer by and by. Some of us need to communicate more with God. Tell him how we feel about things. Express ourselves and let him express himself to us. Oh, my Jesus. Not only did he communicate it, he acknowledged who Jesus was. There are people that commit sin that have not yet come over to the Lord's side, but they know God. They have a knowledge of who God is. They just don't know him intimately. Let me tell you something. I can preach all I want to, but if I don't have an intimate relationship with God, as my grandma said, it ain't worth a hill of a bean. Because I got to know God with the end part of my soul. I told you, Chosen to be changed. Fred, you said the other Sunday that people ask you, how can you represent people that murder? You know why you can do it? Because you've been chosen to change. We have been created. Once we become on the Lord's side, we have been chosen to change the lives of everybody else. And I'm not talking about physically changing anybody. I'm not talking about physically putting nobody in their place. I'm talking about being a living epistle. Being a chosen vessel from God to change the lives of individuals. Fred, you continue to serve as a good attorney because God needs some attorneys. I look on my job. I'm a hospice aide. It ain't my job to go to these homes and preach Jesus and pour Jesus down nobody's throat. But it is my job to let my little light shine so that they can see God in me and say, baby, how do you do what you do? I do it because God has empowered me. 
Everybody can't preach. Everybody can't teach. Everybody can't be a CNA. But whatever God has called you to do, you go do it and create change in the lives of everybody else. We're in a critical time, y'all, if y'all don't realize it by now. God needs somebody that's going to create change in the atmosphere. There has to be a change made. And the truth of the matter, everybody sitting here, everybody out there in social media, everybody needs a change. You weren't born saved. You weren't born knowing everything in the Bible. It had to be taught with you. Jesus, what else do you have to say about chose to change? I told you, I want to tell you something to remind you what 1 Corinthians 3, 5, and 9 says. It says, Apollos watered. Some might prefer that. But Paul did this. But it's me that gives the increase. Out of all of us associates, God uses us as vessel. One plants the seed, one waters. But it's God that gives the increase. We can't do nothing without God. And you can't change the lives of nobody else until you get in God. You can try all you want to, but you're going to have to have God in your life. You can't do this without God. Fred, the way you're able to go to the courthouse because you got God on your side. God walks with you. He talks with you, and he tells you, I'm your own. Go out and make owns of those people that you're defending. So my message to you this morning, is your change to be chosen, and you're chosen to change. I don't know who I'm talking to in the sounds of my voice. I don't know who I'm talking to out there on social media. But if you don't have a right relationship with God, I invite you this morning to confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross for your sins. Not only do he did that, but he rose with all power in his hands. And if you would do that today, you can be changed. Not only changed, you can be chosen to make a change. We know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's Word on this day. We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Arena, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.newprovidencebaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.